let's we will now connect with Mulana Salim Karim for his advices inshallah <coughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim how are you doing this morning Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ahlan wa sahlan to you Mulana may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and our esteemed listeners afiyah good health and may Allah ta'ala strengthen our relationship our marriages and our ta'alluq with Allah and our families. And the greatest thing that we need is sukoon, peace, tranquility. And alhamdulillah, if we can just fulfill each other's rights, hukukullah, our duty to Allah, and our duty to our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters, inshallah, our life will be hayat and tayyibah. You know, Allah will give us a peaceful life. And this is what Nikah is all about. So a good question is, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, what is the best wealth Allah can give to you? We think it's money, properties, and lots of other worldly matters. But in terms of Sharia, you know, what is the best wealth that Allah can give to you? Hmm. Number one, Rasulullah said, أَوْذَلُهُ لِسَانٌ ذَاكِرٌ the best of wealth that Allah can give to you is a tongue which is in the constant remembrance of Allah. And number two, shakir, a heart that is content. Contentment of the heart is so important that you accept that whatever good or bad happens in my life, or whatever Allah has granted me, bestowed upon me, alhamdulillah, I may be rich, I may be poor, I may be average. But alhamdulillah, I'm happy with Allah's decision. I'm internally, spiritually, and indeed from the bottom of my heart, I'm happy with Allah's decision. Whatever Allah has given to me, it's a very big wealth that a person can have. Accepting the decisions of Allah, which is your taqdeer, your faith, and your commitment to Allah, that comes from a heart that is content. And the third thing, Allahu Akbar, Zawjatun Mu'minatun Tu'inuhu Ala Imani. That Allah gives you a pious wife who will help to fortify your Iman. And that's why Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that making nikah is half of your deen. And the other half is fear Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So Mubarak Ba'ad to the parents, the bride, to be and the bridegrooms to be today, inshallah, and over the weekends, as you read the beautiful du'a, Kibarakallahu lak, wa baraka alayk, wa jama abaynakuma fi khayr. That is our du'a. For respected listeners, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and I'm emphasizing this point over and over again, to make our nikah simple. Simplicity in al-bazazata min al-iman. That alhamdulillah, the expenses that we go through, as a great alim was explaining, that all the burden is on the girl's part. It costs them a fortune. It goes into millions of rands. Whereas in terms of sharia, the expenses should come from the husband because obviously he has to give a mahar. Alhamdulillah, he has to make a walima. From the girl's side, there is no feeding in terms of sharia. It's clear. 
But we go against Syria and we do it and it cost a fortune, respected brothers and sisters, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. So in terms of Syria, from a girl's side, from the girl's party, her parents, the, Alhamdulillah, there isn't much expenses if we want to follow it according to Sharia. The, the expenses should come from the boy's side, the bridegroom. His responsibility is to make sure that he gives her a decent mahar. And number two, he holds the walima. That way he should spend the money, inshallah. And what's the purpose of the walima? We do all the fancy things that happens. Gee? But when it comes to the walima, then we want to compromise Sharia. We want to make it, no, it's a joint spending. There's no such thing like this in Sharia. This is khilaf is sunnah. Walima is solely and only the expense of the boy's family and the husband. And Rasulullah said, Awlim walaw bishatin. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Host a walima, even if you have to slaughter a sheep. Allahu Akbar. During the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah married 11 wives. Alhamdulillah. The mahar was simple. The walima of Rasulullah was absolutely simple. One of the wives Rasulullah married was in, insha'Allah, when Rasulullah was on journey. Now, when a person is on journey, do you have extra money and all the other things that go with? No. The next morning, Rasulullah said to the Sahaba Ikiram, whatever you'll have in your bags, put it on the Dastar farm. So there was dry bread there, there was khajur, there was a dry piece of meat. That was, alhamdulillah, the walima of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And walima doesn't mean you have to invite the whole world. Even if the family members, alhamdulillah, the immediate families, the boys' family, alhamdulillah, they prepare a meal, alhamdulillah, and call the family, inshallah, to show respect and honor that alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed this family with a bride and you're welcoming the bride and her family to say, Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban. You are most welcome in this house. Lots of barakah and khair. So even if it's hosted in that manner, alhamdulillah, the sunnah of walima will be perfected and completed. Because what happens, respected brothers, we are competing. 10 cause meal, maybe 20 cause meal, I don't know. The function starts from Monday, it ends on Sunday. All that money that is being spent, gee, can we justify that? Can we not put that money into better expenses or give it to the daughter to say, Betty, Alhamdulillah, use this to start your new life. No, it's all about show. No, respected brothers, please. In azaman nikah barakatan aysuruhu mauna. Wallahi, if you want your nikah to start with barakah and khayr, Rasulullah's hadith, the best of nikahs, the most prosperous of nikahs is that nikah in which the least expenses are incurred. And Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, you want to get rich, you want to get rich, make nikah. Allah will open the doors of rosy and ribs and sustenance. And all of us are living examples. The day we got married, we had very little of wealth. But Alhamdulillah, when the wife came and thereafter our daughters and sons came, children, Allah Ta'ala opened the doors of rosy riz and sustenance. So what I'm saying to our brothers and sisters in Islam, let's become back to the sunnah of Rasulullah. Let's do things in a dignified way, in a simplified way, 
and earn the mercy of Allah. Inna a'azaban nika barakatan. Imagine Rasulullah saying, the most barakat, the most blessed nika, the most prosperous nika is in which the least expenses are incurred. So may Allah Ta'ala give the families great love and muhabbat nikah is a universal unity of the ummah. It's not only two brothers and not two individuals, the bride and bridegroom. It's not just two families. It's not just two societies. It is an international happiness. And Mubarakbad, because through this nikah, alhamdulillah, many offsprings and children will come into existence. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I will be honored on the day of Qiyamah. Inni mukatirun bikumul umam. I will be honored by Allah on the day of Qiyamah for having the most followers of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So yes, just a little bit of advice, inshallah. Allah ta'ala make it easy. Ameen. Uh, what advice should we give? You see in Nikah, as I said to you, Allah give you and me tawfiq, all of us. Ameen. That we can take on our responsibilities and prioritize what Allah wants from us in a marriage. That I think we are lacking knowledge of what is priority in nikah. In nikah, priority is your wife. Now let's see. There's, some, there's a proverb that said very nice that who is a husband? A husband is a man. He's not a boy. When you are a man, you've got to take on responsibility. What are the responsibilities of the husband? Well said. Who is a husband? He is a man. He is not a boy. He's not a kid. He's not a teenager. He's a man who needs to act with responsibility. So what is the duty of the husband in terms of Yet, for Maya, it's his priority that he must protect his wife. He must protect her, her integrity, her respect, her chastity. He must stand up and defend his wife. If any member of the family is being rude to her, and they cannot justify the argument against her, then he must be man enough to stand up and say to his mother or to whoever there's a problem with that, no, this is not the way to do it. This is not correct. He must stand up in a dignified way and respect and say, mommy or daddy, this is not true. I think this is the right thing and this is what is supposed to have happened. There's a lot of misunderstandings. Sometimes we don't listen properly. And there's a lot of misunderstanding. So one of the duties of the husband in terms of sharia is that he should be protecting his wife. Number two, he must be caring for her. It's his duty. He has to feed her, clothe her, look after her medical expenses and whatever she desires. It's the duty of the husband. Khiyarukum, khiyarukum li ahdi. Rasulullah said the best amongst you is he who is good to his family. And I'm good to my family. So a good husband, Nikah is a two-way street. If you want love, you have to give love. You want respect, you have to give respect. So the second duty of a husband is to care for his wife. When she's sad, make her happy. Care with her in her grief. Console her, comfort. When she's happy, give her mubarakbad. Give her the incentive, subhanAllah. Share in her happiness. Number three. Loyalty and responsibility. Very important. You must be loyal to your husband. You can't be chatting to another man. You cannot be chatting to your boyfriend. What happened in the past happened. Khatam. Mark, you made Toba and it's forgotten in the history. But no, some of us we still are in contact with the girlfriends or boyfriends 
or the excess. That is totally haram and forbidden. You are cheating. This is wrong, unacceptable. And imagine if the husband picks it up on your phone or in your attitude and behavior. Who has broken the trust? Hmm. And so many marriages are in trouble because we are still in contact with whosoever we are in love with, which is absolutely haram. You fall in love before nikah, you will fall out of love after nikah hmm. because you started your nikah in Bay Barakat in a haram proceeding. So loyalty and respect. Respect your wife. She's somebody's daughter. She's not your slave. She's not your hadith. She is somebody's daughter. Give her the respect that she deserves. And I'm giving this advice to our mothers and sisters. For Allah's sake, do not be rude with your husband. Do not raise your voice. Do not shout at your husband. He is your husband. Talk to him with respect. The only time you're supposed to be shouting in that house is that house is on fire. Mm-hmm. But it's sad sometimes how some of the wives are now addressing their husbands. They're absolutely rude. I'm not saying everybody, but sometimes they have a major temper problem. And this is a big problem. In So the, the third responsibility is loyalty and respectful. Number four, promises must be kept. If you promised your wife, mu'min, when he promises, he must fulfill the promise. Many times we promise the husband or we promise the wife and we break the promises. That's not a good husband. A good husband, if you have promised, keep to your word. And lastly, have a vision and a goal. Both of you need to sit down and talk that Allah has united us. Inshallah, we need to plan our children. This is how I want our home to be. It's us. It's no me. It's no more Anna. It's no me. It's no more I. It almost, almost must always be we. Whenever you talk, whatever is in the house belongs to us. We should do it together. So inshallah, as a husband and wife, if we sit down and we plan and we have a vision and a goal that this is what I want my family to be Allah-fearing. I want my family to have Huffaz. I want my family to have Hafizah, Alimah. I want my family to have education, Talim, and serving the Ummah of Rasulullah. So as husband and wife, we should plan from now that this is what our goal is and this is what our vision is for the future. And if we make dua every day, Allah Ta'ala will open the doors of success. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq again. Mubarak Baat to the parents of all the bridegrooms and brides. Allah Ta'ala keep them happy. Allah, they may be two individuals, but Allah Ta'ala unite them and they are one. And husband and wife are bosom friends. Your best friend in the world is your wife and nobody else. Rasulullah said, keep a sweet name for your wife. Keep a pet name for her. Exchange gifts with each other. Rasulullah would always kiss his wife, hug them, greet them, and help them. So as a husband, inshallah, besides all the other things that you do, these are all the little sunnahs of the Prophet. Put it into practice, and inshallah will achieve. And keep reassuring each other that I love you for the pleasure of Allah. Keep saying this to your husband. Keep saying it to your wife. Wallahu lazim. Your marriage will be a bliss. Jazakallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wassalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah khairan to you, Mulana Salim Kareem, for these valuable advices. And we appreciate it. We request your duas too. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.